And I am Hula, and I know it's a little bit of a different day because normally we do this on Fridays, but Friday was like the day after Thanksgiving, and I was still doing Thanksgiving. So Yeah, no, we were going to do yesterday, but I was out of commission most of yesterday because me and my friends had a Zoom party and things. It happens. It happens. Yeah. You know, it's the holidays, right? Did you have a good Thanksgiving, by the way? We did. We did. It was low-key. It was just us. Um, uh, I had my in-laws over cause they're in our little bubble and that oh, was good. it. It was so nice and easy and chill. I did cook the full, you know, turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, pie, and sweet potatoes. So it was good. Well, calories don't count on Thanksgiving is what I tell people. And I, mm-hmm. I truly in my heart of hearts, believe it because Thursday we did just my wife's side of the family. And it was like very tiny, like just the siblings and really a small group of people. And then. Um, we did my side of the family again, really small. Normally we get everybody together, but obviously because of COVID, we, we separated it. So, uh, yeah, no, it was really small, intimate and very lovely. We all ate outside in the cold. It was fine. Yeah. That didn't sound like fun. We ended up doing ours inside. Sorry, <laughs> but we are in the same pod. Well, cause we're, we've been in the same pod with my in-laws since this began. Um, they're the only people right. we really see. We don't really do much. We go to the grocery store. Right. And that's about, we did go to Knott's, but we stay super safe there and it's a really safe right. event. Um, but you know, so it is what it is, but it was good. It was good. Exactly. You had a good one then too? Yeah, it was really good. Everybody was chill. I mean, we did do on Saturday, we ended up going to the uh, safari park, AKA the wild animal park here in San Diego. So that mm-hmm. was cool to see all the holiday lights. Um, but other than that, it was mellow. I think everybody's holidays were, is what they're saying is mellow, which is nice. Yeah. It's good to have mellow holidays you know i'm i'm not mad at it to be completely honest nope. I mean, cr- holidays are nope. always so crazy anyways like i'll take a mellow right. year you know what that's yeah fine. um exactly anyway yeah anyway so we got a lot to talk about we're of course going to talk about the newest episode of mandalorian today because <sighs> holy moly's was it great um and we'll put a ahsoka 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 <laughs> I'm just saying, because it's already out there. People know, who, who yeah. know, it's already out there. So, like, let's just say the name, and that's it. Okay. I don't, okay. I didn't say anything if she's showing up or not. I just said the name. That's okay. It. Okay. Well, that pretty much said it, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> 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 we'll go into it completely at the end of the podcast. So, if you just want to hear the news, and then you know, pause, watch the episode, and come back to it, totally fine. Um, exactly. Let's start off with, um, unfortunately, some other bummer news uh, within the Disney Parks um, Department. Uh, They did announce this week they did a filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Um, Mm -hmm. They said that they are actually going to lay off another 4,000 people. And so that's on top of the 28,000 layoffs um, that they already announced in September. Uh, These 4,000 ones will be done, um, it looks like, about the beginning of next year. It's just another bad thing after bad thing after bad thing after bad thing and it just sucks (laughs) well yeah you can't fault really disney for it because you know you have unfortunately all of this this they're off they're they're not working so what can you do and then on top of all that you know with all the restrictions that especially california is posing on disney like what can the company really do but furlough people or lay off people unfortunately it's sad 
it's such a bummer. And, you know, everything will be, be, be back eventually. But in the meantime, the people that have to suffer are the people that don't make that much money. You know, they right. are, this is their job to feed their families. And it's just, it sucks it's sad. so much. It sucks so much that we can't get our crap together that the people that mm-hmm. have to suffer these big businesses, mm-hmm. not just Disney, but any big business, they're not the ones that are going to suffer. They'll be fine. Eventually they'll be right. fine in the long run. It's the small right. businesses and it's the people that work for the big businesses that are suffering. And just think of that the next time you don't want to wear a mask. At right. Starbucks. Just shut your mouth. Ex- wear a mask. Exactly. Just what? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. No, trust me. Somebody commented because um, I had put social media out there on my Thanksgiving that there was me, my cousin, or me, my sister-in-law and my sister were all wearing masks. And they were like, why would you wear your mask indoors? I'm like, because yeah, they're my family members, but we all live in separate places. Like, why would I not wear my mask while we're indoors? Like, and you're indoors. Like that's where you wear your mask. Exactly. I was like, oh, troll away, troll away. We, uh, I had gotten together with my coworkers for the first time in a long time with my two main coworkers. Um, and we went out for a brunch a few, about a month or two ago. And I posted right. a picture. We had the brunch outdoors. It was an outdoor seating restaurant. And afterwards I picture, posted a picture of us and we were all wearing our masks. And somebody commented saying, "Ugh, can't believe you're wearing your mask outdoors. Ugh, mind blown. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just thought we'd be a little extra cautious you know what? Wearing a mask outdoors is not that big of a deal compared to what the alternative is. So shut up. Yeah. Like it was so yeah. annoying. Like wear your mask so we can all get back to normal and we can get yeah. Disneyland back to open again and we can get other theme parks back open again. It's wear so your freaking mask. It's so Just sad. Um, speaking of that too, reopening theme parks. So I'm hearing some rumors that Disneyland, we went to Knott's again. Um, uh-huh. A couple times, actually, we've been twice now. Uh, How was it? New events. It's great. Once again, I think of all the theme parks within California. I mean, they're the only ones that have been trying something different and right. been able to do something. And I think it's gone so well for them. Good. Um, Six Flags Magic Mountain now has a drive-through thing, which is really cool too. But I think right. Knotts has really transitioned themselves into being something that a lot of people want and i think they're doing really well because of it um good most of the dates for this are sold out i think there's still some dates for this event um mm-hmm. that are past the holiday like the 26th 27th and on until because it's going through the second or the third or something like that um right. so there's still some tickets available for that for this taste of mary farm and you get it's 40 dollars per, per, per adult 20 dollars per kid and it's worth every penny because oh my god the food size portions are ridiculous <laughs> like they give you full portions of food like a full regular meal and that's just one of your five tastings oh my gosh yeah you have five of those no that's too much but i mean good for you guys because uh, you can yeah. do one tasting you can buy a ticket right and then well, you know share no you have to each person that goes and has to have their own ticket ah uh, gotcha so, yeah. okay. but we do but that way too we get to kind of try everything so each time we went yeah. jeff and i we each had five items so in total we got to try 20 items between the two that's days. awesome that's and it was awesome. really good and they really so they have tables everywhere they set them really far apart um and you and there's not even though it was sold out 
there's not so many people that you feel like you're crowded in crowd. Oh, like even with a sold out and them having so many tables, I barely, I rarely sat in a table where there was somebody at a table next to us. And even when the tables are next to us, they're like 10, 15 feet away, if not more. Oh, cool. So, Perfect. So you yeah. felt so totally comfortable and not like had any issues or anything like that. No. And you got a little spirit of the holidays. And I mean, Knott's has done really well with this event. So why isn't Disney doing this? Well, there's a few different reasons from what I'm hearing. Um, a lot of people said, well, they already have those booths to set up like they do for the food and wine festival and things like that. Here's the thing though, in order for them to bring those booths out, they have to unfurlow people. And once the booths are out, those people that bring them out are different than the people that are run them. So those people that bring them out would have to then get furloughed again. They'd work for like a week and then they'd furlough them again. And so it's just like, well, what do you do? Um, You know, so they can use, um possibly some existing do something similar and use existing kitchens um that are within the parks and i think that is something they might look into for the new year um especially with buena vista street has already been a hit i mean people it's people are so excited to get within the parks um and i think that they could they could really charge a premium they could probably charge more than um knots is charging for doing a similar event so we'll right. see what happens, but I think it's a it's a possibility that we could see next year. It won't be happening at, um, by the end of this year, unfortunately, but I think mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if next year we do see that happening. Um, something that would be cool. To the event. Yeah, I think I think there's enough there, and there's enough there's definitely enough people that want it that they could do it. It just they have to find the right way to do it because, like I said, you know, with like Christmas decorations, you know, they have to. You know, the trees that they put up this year, um, you know, from what I've heard, those weren't, they just bought them in boxes and somebody just threw them up. Those weren't people. It's a whole department. It's a whole department that dresses the park for these kind of events. And most of those people have been furloughed. Almost all of them have. Um, Yeah, it's a team. And then a lot of them have been. Yeah. So you'd have to bring in those team of people to redo things and then just furlough them again. And so there's a balance there that they're trying to strike. So we'll see maybe next year we could see something similar to the knots thing. I don't know for sure, but that's the hope. Um, that's, right. And that's the word around the street. Okay. Very cool. Okay. I hope it happens. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Um, cruises. Oof, cruises had mm. a rough one. Um, I don't know if you know. Yeah, so no the kidding. CDC did allow cruises to go back into um, happening basically. And then a cruise ship went, right. I think, in the Mediterranean and then ended up having a COVID outbreak. So it sucked. Did yep. not go well. Um, yep. So nope. um, Disney had already canceled all of their cruises through the end of the year. Now they are canceling them mm-hmm. through the end of January of 2021. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, the CDC actually classified cruises at a travel three risk. Now they just add another tier in calling it a travel four. Uh, their uh, cruises are at a level four risk so even worse um so it's very much it's it's a very they can go they can't they're not stopping cruises from going but it's a huge risk and they're telling people like this might not be thing um uh and they're saying you have to you should get tested before you go get tested afterward quarantine for a week even if you test negative um if you don't get tested then you should quarantine for 14 days after you go on your cruise so cruises, mm-hmm. unfortunately, are taking a hit. And so 
does, which is not surprising. I don't think, I don't see cruises coming back for a long time, especially well, the Disney cruises at least, because right. if one outbreak happens, just like if one outbreak happens at any of the parks, it'll get out there and it becomes a major PR nightmare for them. So yep. I think they risk more putting a cruise out there than they would making money. It's just, it's not worth the risk as of right now. And plus then you have to hire all that staff back. And then what happens if you have to quarantine them and all those, the cruise staff is all over the world and it's just logistically yeah. not, not a great idea right now. I, I don't foresee cruises coming back until we have a vaccine for this virus. And once that happens, then it'll be even like within six to six to eight months, I think, even after the virus, uh, the vaccination is happening, they'll still, you know, probably won't go. I don't foresee them happening until 2022. I, I, I don't either. I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. be. I mean, if something happened, I'd be surprised. I would be more than welcome to see it um but i honestly yeah. even disney has said that the cruises will probably be the last of their um properties to return back to normal makes so, sense it totally makes sense it does it totally makes sense yeah um, it sucks but it makes sense yeah i know because you're the cruise guy you want exactly I, I just want to get on a. I don't. I just want to get out. You know what I mean? Like I have some sort of Disney. Like even going to you know downtown Disney and doing all the shops and doing that stuff. We really want to do, but it's just like obviously with our schedules, it's hard. But it's you know, just, just to get out. Yeah, uh, if you're gonna go on the weekends, go there when they first open or right before right. closing. Okay, good hearing. suggestion. Yeah. yeah. Um, if that's your only option, go when they first open or right before closing. When they first open, you will get a line. Um, mm -hmm. But you can also park. Some people say park on the harbor side. Um, yeah. Because there are that's some hotels there that offer parking for a fee, which you're going to pay $10 right. parking to park downtown anyways. Um, Regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So you might as well just park at one of those hotels. And that way it helps the hotel. And then you can go. And that line they say there is not as bad sometimes. It just depends. It really depends. Um, right depends on the myself, day so. yeah i have uh, obviously i mean it's just obvious the closer we get to the crit to christmas the more it's gonna get busier so if you're wanting to go and you have to go this holiday season go now <laughs> and yeah. don't wait until like closer to christmas because otherwise it's just gonna be crazy and you're gonna be like oh my god it's so busy well duh well because it's go closer now to christmas. before they shut the state down again exactly that too. That's that. that yeah, I exactly. That's see that gonna happen any day. I mean, I'm just absolutely for it. LA County yeah. shut down again on Monday. So, yep, that's what I heard. <sighs> anyways, more fun. Yay. <sighs> yeah, hey. Um, <laughs> anyways, let's not talk about that boring stuff anymore. Hey, let's talk about Joe Road or Joe Rody. I can never remember how to pronounce his name. Um, if you're not familiar, he is a legendary Imagineer and he announced this week that he is retiring after I believe mm. 40 years with the company. Um, here he is wow. on the stream. Um, for those of you that are watching that are listening, um, you will know him pretty much on site from any, he's the one with the earrings. Yes. That always uh, has the earrings. Yes, he has the earrings. He's retiring after 40 years with the Walt Disney Company. He started in the 70s with uh, Epcot. I'm sorry. Um, uh, he worked for Epcot Center. Um, right. Uh, and I think he started, well, 40 years. So it was 40 years from now. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> 80s. like the 80s. Yeah, 70s, yeah, 80s. 80s 70, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Um, but he started with as a model designer for Epcot Center. Um, and then he went on to supervise work for Animal Kingdom. Um, 
Expedition Everest, Animal Kingdom was really kind of his baby um, and still is. He really was the main man that uh, worked on that park. That was his love, his pride, his joy. Um, Mm -hmm. Expedition Everest, which even up until recently, I think at the last D23, he said he still wants to fix um, the snowman in there, the embottable snowman. Right, that's broken. Uh, he, he he used to work. So if you've never been on Expedition Everest at Animal Kingdom, he, it's all based on this um, abominable snowman or uh, Yeti. Excuse me, Yeti. He's a Yeti. Yeah, Yeti. Um, He's a Yeti. And they have this huge animatronic in there, massive mm-hmm. animatronic in this in the ride, which is a big mountain. Um, and he's so big that when he used to move around and everything, but they found very quickly that. Um, he was so huge and so heavy he was like pulling rods out of the foundation and like cracking the foundation when he would move because he was so heavy so they had to turn him off and now they call him Dix- disco yeti because he just when you go by him they <laughs> light so it kind of looks like he's moving and there's like like a fan so that it looks like his hair is moving but he's actually not moving anymore and it's been, right. he's been like that for years and everybody wants to fix him the problem is they built this mountain around the Yeti. So uh, you would literally have to dis- find a way to dismantle the mountain almost in order to get him out, fix him and put him back. Right. Right. So it's kind of a logistical nightmare, but Joe Rody, he wanted to fix him so far. That's what he said last year is he still wanted to fix him. Um, and it's very possible he could come back and still do stuff. Um, the last we heard his newest project was, um, the new Disney Cruise Line private island, a lighthouse point in the Bahamas. Mm. Um, he was working on that. Uh, no word on what's happening with that, obviously because of everything. Um, we don't even know what the status on that is. Right. Um, but so he's not working on it, I guess, or maybe he will. He might come back as a consultant type situation. Um that, you know, that's kind of happened in the past with a couple, Tony Baxter, for example, he's coming back, they say, to work a little bit on the reimagining of Splash Mountain, and he retired from Walt Disney Imagineering years mm. ago. Mm. Um, so, you know, you never know, he could still be doing stuff. I mean, he was um, rethemed Guardians of the Galaxy, um, at the Tower of Terror to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, he was a big influence on Ulani. He very much had, um, oh, and Pandora. Pandora was definitely his baby. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, he was a big Pandora guy. He, uh, that was, that was his big project. Um, and he, you, whenever you saw him in interviews, he had so much passion for the rides he was working on and for the projects he was working on. And whether or not you liked what his finished projects were, you can't, you can't deny the fact that he had so much passion for what he was doing and what the parks meant to him and to the fans. Um, so he wrote a really nice um, kind of goodbye on Instagram. So if you want to go check that out, thanking the fans, thanking Walt Disney and Imagineering for, um, you know, years of being a part of the company. Um, it's sad to see him go, but I don't think it'll be the last we hear his name. No. In Disney parks. I bet you it will probably more be like a consultant type of position. Um, right with everything you know they can't probably afford him anymore so exactly so it's good that he's leaving on his own terms and then they'll probably bring him back and then they'll hire you know hire him on for uh, future projects when the parks start rolling back into it again right right and like i said they're probably consultant which consultant make good money make good money for sure absolutely consultants are that's the job to have 
But, yep. Uh, so yeah, so that's a bummer. But you know, like I said, we'll see him again. Um, yep. moving over to Disneyland Paris. So Disneyland Paris had reclosed uh, because they were doing more lockdowns and restrictions within Paris um, because of COVID nineteen. Um, and in right. fact, um, the French President Emmanuel Macron um, announced some easing of the restrictions. Um, but they are trying to prevent large gatherings. So Disneyland Paris will no longer, they were hoping to reopen. I believe it was like December 14th or 15th um, Mm -hmm. for the holiday season. And then closing back up at the beginning of January. Looks like that's not going to happen now. Um, Yeah. And they have canceled all reservations and, but they are taking reservations starting February 13th, 2021. So they're hoping to reopen by then. Um, okay. Not really surprising. I thought it was kind of weird, actually, that they were going to open for two weeks for the holidays and then close back down. I was like, just stay closed. That sounds weird. Um, yeah, but, exactly. So that's, that's exactly what's going to happen now is they're going to close back down for the holidays um, and open back up, hopefully, February 13th, 2021. Um, so who knows? Um, on to happier things at Walt Disney World. Fireworks are back. Kind of. Oh, Okay. Um, they're doing low-level fireworks at night. They're being set off about eight, every 15 minutes or so when the castle, pro- castle projections change. So for the holidays mm-hmm. this year, they did castle projections in lieu of their ordinary um, lights strung up all around the castle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the projections change, about, change every about 15 minutes, and they added fireworks. Just some low-level, couple simple. It's not like a big fireworks show, but they happen every 15 minutes. Um, so it's supposed to be running through December 30th. Um, so that's kind of a nice little added bonus if you're headed to Walt Disney World for the holidays. You get to see a little bit of fireworks. So that's nice. There you go. Yeah, that's nice. It's like announcing, oh, the next screen projection's coming on. Boom, 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 fireworks. Is that what you're basically saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So when they change them over. Sorry, I have a crying child. Oh, no. We're all working from home. (laughs) I can't hear him from my end, so just FYI. I know. I'm hoping I'm not waking him up. I have to Mm -mm. kind of be quiet. Okay, everybody. Shh. Quiet. Also, we think something's he's teething or something, so he was up two or three times last night. It was so sad. I felt bad. Poor guy. Um, Also, at Walt Disney World, um, hours have been extended at all the parks. They just announced that the last couple days. Um, because they did, go, they went from 25% to 35% capacity. So it feels like a, it's been a little more crowded with some pictures you see, but then again, other pictures you see, it's not as bad, that bad. Right. So when you see a picture of the crowded park, just know sometimes pictures can be deceiving. It's hard to tell unless you're there. And from all reports right. I'm saying, there's it's not at that bad. Like compared to a normal Disney World day, and especially around the holidays, it's heaven. <laughs> yeah. Because that's you, when it's yeah. like insanely packed. Yeah, you probably caught a, somebody caught a photo while people were coming out of a ride, while at the same time other people were coming out of another ride or something, and then, boom, it shows a ton of people there. Yeah. Um, so, but the hours have been extended to hopefully that'll alleviate a little bit that, you know, it'll help. Of the congestion. Yeah, some of the congestion when there is stuff. Okay. Also, um, the McDonald's Happy Meal toys have been a wild ride in the last week. I don't know if you've been following this. So McDonald's has um, Happy Meal toys right now for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. They're yep. super popular. They were supposed to come out during the summer. And they were pulled um, last week because of QR codes. Well, yep. now they're saying they might be back. Some people are reporting that they're already back and you can get them again. So- well, I got them. 
I did, did get, yeah, we got him. Um, it was weird. We got him literally after our last podcast um, last week. We ended up going to McDonald's and we got the toys. We got mm-hmm. Goofy on a train um, and it was cool. And then literally three days later, um, my kid's babysitter went to go get the McDonald's again just because of timing. And they were all out at that particular yeah, McDonald's. That's because yeah. they had pulled them. They had pulled them all. And now supposedly they're back again. Okay, so go back and get so them if you're back. wanting to get your collection. Back. Get your collection. Get them all and then be done because they're going to yeah, go exactly. back. People want them. Yep. It's the craziest thing that people want this so bad. It's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Um. Hey, one kind of funny story. Um. Not many stories today, but here's one last one I'm going to uh, talk about just briefly before we get into Mandalorian. Um. A TikToker had res- has revealed a bizarre medical theory about um, – um, one of the Disney rides, okay. uh, specifically Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Apparently, if you're having some problem with some kidney stones, go ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. That'll help shake them out. So this was um, as there was a study in the Journal of American Osteopathic Association. Um, right. It was authored by Dr. David Wart- Wartniger. Um, and they looked at the correlation between riding Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and passing kidney stones faster. Um, he did it in conjunction with Disney. Um, mm-hmm. It hasn't been human tested, but they did like a 3D model of a kidney containing three kidney stones. And they put okay. it in a backpack and ride the ride. And it would simulate what it would be like for kidney stones. And apparently the bumps and stuff like that. And the, in the front, it didn't pass that much. But in the back, the kid the fake kidney passed 64% of stones if they were riding in the back of the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. So if you're having problem with kidney stones, go ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. They haven't done human tests, but isn't that the most wild story? That is a crazy story. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> so random. Um, and then also um, this morning before we get into Mandalorian, there was a, a sad story. In the Star Wars universe, the passing of David Prowse. You might not mm-hmm. know the name, but you definitely know who he was. He was the man that was played Darth Vader. Um, obviously not the voice because that's James Earl, James Earl Jones. Um, Jones, right. He was um, the man that wore that costume for all of the three original Star Wars movies. Um, mm. He was 6'6", uh, very tall man, beefy, intimidating, and that's the kind of person that they wanted for that character. Um, he passed at, sorry, I already forgot how old he was. He passed, um, at the age of 85. So, aw, sad rest news. Rest in peace, Mr. Hey, did you happen to see or see the video, um, that came out, uh, literally yesterday, uh, for the new, uh, awesome new look at Epcot's Ratatouille ride? That was part of the ride of the, um, the holiday magical holiday special that was on abc thanksgiving night i believe oh i didn't get a chance to see it did you see it did i watch julianne huff and Derek huff yeah did you watch the huffs no i did not watch two hours of them awkwardly (laughs) introducing things thank you (laughs) of the huffs to see all the to see disneyland well no i looked the ride looks really cool i i thought it was super uh it kind of almost reminiscent of of uh, what the Beauty and the Beast ride was like um, that you showed video of before. 
as mm-hmm. well as kind of like um, the Resistance, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride. Well, I mean, it's you can look at what the ride looks like fully because um, it is just a copycat of the one in Paris. Oh, okay. Um, at their Walt Disney Studios, it's literally the same ride. So oh, they did cool. show a little, um, you know, behind the scenes because it's not familiar to American audiences. No. Um, but it's the same ride that's in Paris. Sorry, oh, that's cool. The bubble. No, oh, that's, yeah, that's cool. That's totally. Seen that on You've TV. already been there. No, it, it looks super cool. I haven't. I've never been to Paris. It's really. <laughs> I haven't either. Um, it's really cool effects, and you be- you're like shrunk down to the size of a mouse, which is really a fun. mouse. Yeah, so that looks yeah. super cool. I just got to see it, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's fun." Yeah. I didn't watch the huffs either. I was too busy eating instead of watching the huffs. I was too busy doing anything else <laughs> besides watching the huffs. The ABC family, the huffs. I can't handle. Um, okay, so hold on. Going back to the um, uh, to the Kidney Stone ride, Kelly just posted in our Facebook. If you're watching on Facebook, if not, next time please do. Um, right. A lady got banned from Hollywood Studios for trying to use Tara Tara to treat back problems. That's hilarious. That and is not funny. at all surprising. I'm gonna have to look up this article later. That's great. That is hilarious. I'll have to see that too. Oh my god, doesn't surprise me though. But apparently, kidney stones might actually be a thing. They're tr- the guy did a study and Disney knew about it, and that might be a thing. There's been no human trials, but wouldn't that be hilarious if your doctor like was like, "All right, you got kidney stones. They won't pass." I'm going to treat you with Go ride ride. to Disneyland. Yeah, if you have kidney stones, uh, my wife's had kidney stones um, since we've been together now three times. Oof. And yeah, no, not even not like sh- she would never get to Disneyland. Like if that was a real thing, because yeah, that's not a fun situation. And both times it, or the two times it happened, um, she was pregnant. Yeah, Ooh. that was well, she even worse. Right, anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, the third time she could have for sure, but still, yeah, yeah. not a Oof. thing when you have kidney stones. Yeah, those hurt. Oh, that's brutal. Like, yeah, that's brutal. All right. Yeah. Well, should we move on to the big? Let's do uh, it. Big conversation. So, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the newest episode of The Mandalorian, go away. I guess. Yeah, and, and why wouldn't you have? I mean, we're this this is coming on a little bit later. It's not literally the day that it, it came out. It came out, yeah. you know, we're we're now we're talking about this three days later. So by now you should have seen it. Yes. I'm just saying. And if you haven't, we apologize. You have spoiler alert, you can pause, come back, and then let's talk about it. Talk about the thing that I was not expecting. So we we all kind of knew that we were gonna see Ahsoka Tano in this episode well it was revealed last week during our podcast that the name of the you know the alleged name of the episode was the jedi and it was you know directed by dave filoni um so he obviously has ties to ahsoka and so that's kind of what that's kind of what we mentioned last week I mean, and it had been rumored for a long time that she was coming into this series in one way or another. Um, when Rosario Dawson was cast, everybody automatically assumed that she would be playing um, Ahsoka Tano. There was never any official confirmation. So it was kind of one of those open secrets. Everybody kind of knew. But it's still, you never know, though. Sometimes they like to they like to catch you. They like to get you. So you never know. Um, right. And, and to be honest with you, when I first turned on, because I, I, you know, when I went to go watch the episode, I thought, you know what, she'll show up, but she'll probably show up at the very end, so it forces us to, like, you know, get that tease. Let me just yeah. say, like, right out the gate, boom, 
like it, I perfect. mean right away god she looked great she looks so she good looked amazing uh, amazing I, I was so happy to see her and it was it felt so jedi-y um it just was it was done so well i mean well, let me ask you, Jess, someone like you, you know, someone like me who didn't really, you know, watch the Clone Wars or, you know, the Rebel, like, didn't watch the animated series, you have, like, did you have expectations going into it about the character? And then how are your expectations go leaving, watching this, after watching this episode? Well, so I didn't know what to think. I was worried because you never know when one of your favorite characters is in in this kind of thing you never know how it's going to just how it's going to come off are they going to be able to do it right will it i was expecting a lot i was i was nervous because you you like you said you never know i mean when the first when they started doing star wars movies again when the force awakens comes up i was nervous because you just don't know um and And they're not using the same voice actor it's a different person the way they speak yeah, Ashley Eckstein does uh, Ahsoka Tano in the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, um, but it was Rosario Dawson who did it in um, this, obviously. And so I didn't mm-hmm. know. I was hoping for it wasn't too flashy. Like it was good, but it wasn't like too much. Like they were trying too hard to be like, "Oh, whoa, look at this! This is why we're awesome," which I really appreciated. It so it was, was a subtle. It was like, "Here's Ahsoka Tano." Like she's not like the main yeah. star of the 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 episode. I mean, it's it's still the Mandalorian. It's still right. you know the child, but it's now here's Ahsoka Tano, who you know about if you're into the Star Wars, you know. And if you're not, um, let me tell you, go do some research on Ahsoka Tano because her history is very interesting. Um, she's actually um, the apprentice and Padawan of Anakin Skywalker. Um, there was a brief time during the Clone Wars, which you see in the clone wars movie and tv not the attack of the clones but the clone wars cartoon Mm -hmm. movie and then the tv show um where you learn that anakin had a padawan for a while and she very much there's a very some very good her history really is tied into his and really why he became distrusting of the jedi council was starting with her because she left the jedi order because she didn't trust them anymore she was framed um Mm. And the Jedi Council never came to her aid. It was really interesting. Um, Is she considered a Jedi? Or does she have Jedi powers? I mean, she was considered a Jedi, but she left the Jedi Order. So I don't know if she is still considered a Jedi. But she does have the Force, obviously. Spoiler alert. You saw that on the episode. She was a Jedi for many years. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I... Her her history is really interesting. Um, Screen Crush did a great video on the history of Sokotano, which I highly mm-hmm. suggest if you are not familiar with the character and you're like, why is everybody so excited about this character showing up? Go watch the history of Sokotano. It'll make so much more sense. She's so and she's a fan favorite. Oh, awesome! I'll have to do that. I mean, I mean, just but but if someone like me who didn't know her history just through you and yeah. watching this first this episode, I was like she's badass like this is she super cool is. um the way rosario dawson played it like i didn't even like picture rosario i just pictured this really cool character that i want to see more of and like she i mean right out the gate she you know she was in this what what planet are they on by the way do you remember? remember was it okay remember so they end up yeah. so we're now on a different planet 
we're there and you know this is uh the mandalorian is bringing the child to find this jedi who he ends up on this planet but we first see um isn't there like a magistrate that uh part of Correct. the the rebel was it the uh the empire that yes, is so, um you're you're you meet uh uh morgan elsbeth um, okay she was a um she was part of the empire in fact she was hired as kind of like a destroyer she would destroy worlds in order to help build the fleet and get like their raw raw elements i guess and help build the fleet there's a little more history with her somewhere um but she okay. worked with admiral thrawn which we'll get to in a minute because i have so much to say about that because i'm very <laughs> um and so and now that the empire ended there is like well so what you keep seeing these like yes the empire supposedly ended and is gone but there's still something happening out here which we keep getting allusions to which is super interesting so is this the start of the 501 or the i'm sorry of the first order is she going to be part of that is that what they're building towards here especially with mm -hmm. thrawn oh thrawn i'm so excited about um <laughs> anyways uh so it, it you know she comes in she's really interesting character too um i you know we won't be seeing any more of her but she was really cool yeah she she ends up taking over like this village or whatever she's the magic like she's the one in charge and then she has this guy who's like the right hand man who is like there and like he was pretty badass too um it so, was weird because i felt like this episode wasn't very um westerny as much as it was you know it reminded me of even with the the style of the buildings and the style the way they showcased ahsoka tano it reminded me when i was a kid and i watched these like old uh ninja like yes. shogunny um stuff akira kurosawa or akira kurosawa um is uh that's he did samurai movies old samurai movies and that's oh, okay very much okay those movies actually were a big influence for Star Wars. It was this, uh, really Westerns and the samurai movies by Akira Kurosawa that were big influences on the Star Wars universe. And so they right. really brought both of those into this episode because, I mean, you saw even them. There was this big kind of Western shootout, who's going to shoot yeah. first thing, being inter intercut with this straight up samurai Oh, um, so cool. A lot of people are like, it's so much like Kill Bill, which is also yes. influenced by Akira Kurosawa. So it very much was all these influences. It was very cool to watch. It was so it was much cool. To watch. Like even I got goosebumps. I literally had goosebumps. The moment where it shows the Mandalorian standing there in front of the closed gate where the magistrate is, is and it shows Ahsoka Tano in the back. Like she jumps. She literally just jumps down. Yeah. And I get chills, like, oh, that looks so badass. That looks so samurai and westerny at the it same was time. It's cool. So cool. It was done yeah. so well. So, um, I, f I had forgotten what I wanted to say. So, uh, going back just a second to Morgan Elsbeth, the actress's name is Diane, uh, Diana Lee Insanato. Um, okay. Her dad was a like samurai, was a kung fu master. Oh wow! Um, her godfather was Bruce Lee. So if anybody was going to do a samurai influenced fight, it was her. And she did amazing. Yeah, it was so cool. It was, so, was cool. so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved it. We haven't touched on the thing I didn't see coming. I think I know where you're going with this. Baby, the child has a name. 
Yes. I mean, obviously, there's the moment where they finally get, they run into Ahsoka Tano. So, obviously, the Mandalorian and the Ahsoka, Ta- Ahsoka Tano yeah. meet. And then he's like, here, this is the child. This child, I was supposed to bring him to you. And they talk, like, they, they kind of talk, they kind of communicate because she can only understand yeah. him a certain way, like a vibe or whatever. And yeah, we reveal the name. Grogu. The name is Grogu. Grogu. What a weird Grogu. one. I wasn't expecting that. You know what? I'm glad it wasn't like a Yoda Yaddle. Yaddy Yaddle? Yaddle. Yeah. It, it wasn't like it wasn't a, a Y name. I, I mean, I was not that I was underwhelmed or overwhelmed by the name. It was just like, okay, cool. His name is we Grogu. We were hoping for Boda, like baby Yoda. <laughs> Stop. I thought it was cute, though, that every time he's like, where when the Mandalorian was like, Grogu? And then the baby looks up at him. And then he knows, he, they, he knows his name. It was like the funniest that like caught me. It, it made me laugh every time he said his name, Grogu. And the, the you know, baby Yoda just, or not baby Yoda. The child kept looking up at him. I thought it was funny. And we also learned that he was in the Jedi temple. He was trained by many different masters. There's even a point yes. where she mentions Yoda by name and he turns to look at her. So he very yep. much was probably trained by Yoda. But then he was told, like, obviously, if you're watching this episode and you remember, they say that, you know, he was trained by all these people, but then he was hidden because of what was going on. And he was he was sent away or whatever, but he was almost like, like, don't use your powers kind of thing, like the opposite well, of what he, was happening. It felt like he did it himself. Like he. Yeah. Like he, himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was so, almost fa- afraid of his powers. So. The big question coming out of this is who saved him? Who took him? How did he get out? There, ha- He had to have help sometimes. So there's a lot of different theories going around. One of them is, well, this is your Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Oh, that would be cool. Because here's the thing. In years, he's about the same age. Um, Grogu is the same age as Darth Vader or as Anakin. They're about five years difference, I think. Okay. Okay. But because he ages differently, he would, that's why, cause like you would think if he grew up in the Jedi temple, Ahsoka should have known him because she was trained and grew up in the Jedi temple. He, I think was kept from everybody else because of how he grows up and ages or for some reason he was kept from everybody else. Right. Um, right. So you would think he would have had some kind of encounter with them, but he never did. Um, so they're saying who saved him. So the one theory, like I said, this is what your Obi-Wan Kenobi show is. Huh. Because we're getting an Obi-Wan show. What is Obi-Wan show going to be about? We thought we, he was just sitting on Tantooine all those years. What's happening? So is this the Obi-Wan show? And you know what's funny? You bring that up because obviously they have to end up back at Tatooine because how are you going to show us who we think is Boba Fett and not go back there? Like, oh yeah, no, does, we're going back to we're going back to Tantooine. Like that's yeah, like that's the thing that like that that's gonna happen. But like, how are we gonna get there? And because right now, you know, now that we find out his well, name, and then Obi-Wan's, obviously in there's this timeline. Obi Wan's dead. This is past Obi Wan's time. Right, right. Obi's right. yeah, he's gone. Right. So, so obviously the next quest, <laughs> which I have a feeling we're not gonna get to this. La- this this will be the last because we have 
three more episodes to go, I think, of Mandalorian. Uh, this we, season. we have seasons upon seasons upon seasons that we can explore right now with stuff that's going but, on. But for this season, we have three more episodes, I think. Correct. I think so. So I think my theory is, is this epi- this season is going to end where Grogu, a.k.a. the child, ends up on the rock that he's supposed to go to. That's what I'm thinking, too. So they, Ahsoka tells them to go. She says she can't train him, which is so interesting. She says she can't train him because he's too connected to Mando. And even for full-grown Jedi Knights, that's it, that can cause a fall. She's obviously referring to Anakin there because she does What's know that? that Anakin turned into Darth Vader. She doesn't. Her history with that is so interesting, too. Seriously, watch Rebels. It's so okay. good. Um, okay. Okay. But you get into but, that history, but because okay. so she knows she's referencing Anakin Skywalker there, right? Which I got that part, which right, right, personal connections. Um, well, she kept she referencing like fear. He was afraid. He he like there was a fear. So then, okay, she says, "I sense much fear in you," which is exactly what Yoda said to Anakin the first time they met when he brought him as when they brought him as a Padawan to the Jedi Council. Ah, weird. Hold on, but I want to wait. I have so much to talk about. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I want to go, go back to who saved Grogu because here's the other theory people are saying is that okay, it could have been Yaddle and Yaddle's still alive somewhere. And maybe Grogu is just what we thought is this weird love child between Yaddle and Yoda. I know. Because <laughs> they're saying that okay. there's a possibility because there's been references in some of the video games that Yaddle's still alive. Oh. Okay. Like know. the current video games that are like right now yeah, happening. The one that came out like a year ago, exactly when Mandalorian came out, there was a video game that came out at the same time and there was a reference to Yaddle still being alive or something like that. Somehow Yaddle's still around. If you okay. don't know who Yaddle okay. is, sorry, of course you don't know who Yaddle is because I had to get schooled on Yaddle. I know the name, but I couldn't place exactly. I knew it was some kind of female form of Yoda. You see her briefly. Um, yeah, in the first in episode one, very briefly right. part of the uh, Jedi Council, and then you never see her yes. again, and never mentioned again. Her name is right. Yoda. She's literally a female form of Yoda. Right, whatever the species of that is, and the Correct. same species that the ch- Grogu is, the child yeah. is. Yes, so this could be Yaddle's child. Maybe. Hmm. So maybe, maybe she got him out. Um, there's also a thought that maybe the person that got him out was the librarian um, that was in charge of the charge of the Jedi library that you see in some of the movies. And she has a bigger presence and I can't remember her name in um, some of the other things, but who knows? So now going back. So now Ahsoka tells them to go off and to this other planet, who, which name I forgot, put him on the seeing stone and hopefully he'll call out to the force and a Jedi will come. Right, and that, and it will almost uh, appear to be where the child, it will show or or allow the child to pick his own destiny in a way, or like kind of give him clarity, a, yeah, of if he wants to become a Jedi or like not. Yeah, and hope the thought is there's two different possibilities of who he could bring about. It'll either be Luke Skywalker, because now Luke is um, training Padawans, um, or we could have Ezra, who Ezra is from Rebels. And Ezra has a 
long history as well, um, was really kind of your main protagonist in Star Wars Rebels. And the last time we actually saw within the timeline, uh, we saw Ahsoka Tano. She was leaving with Sabine to go find Ezra. And the reason, and that is also connected to Thrawn. So Thrawn, let's get into Thrawn. You guys, there's so much, I could talk for another freaking hour about this episode. That's how, there was so much deep Star Wars stuff. Well, before you go into that, before you go into that, I I mean, not knowing what I know and and not really going as deep as you do, like, I have a feeling, I have no idea who Ezra is. Like, I've heard the name and I've read some Mm -hmm. things, but um, I have a feeling it's going to be him because let's be honest, if if it's going to be Luke, it's only going to be Mark Hamill. And right now with his age and the timeline, it's not really going to be. Disney has that great, that great, um cgi magic and all that stuff yeah that but... great de-aging cgi that they've been able to do i mean it's become so good in the last few years the right but so they can't... but the way everything's panning out and you've already met ahsoka but you haven't met ezra i think and it's now thrawn be, I think that's how ezra's gonna come in so thrawn and so thrawn was um an empire so they make reference to this and that's who her master was that Ahsoka's trying to say, where's your master? Where's Thrawn? And I think she probably doesn't say. Um, Or maybe she did. I don't know. Thrawn is from Star... He actually started in kind of the extended universe within the books and was so popular they eventually brought him in for Star Wars Rebels. Um, He was really the ones that were looking looking out for our protagonists in Star Wars Rebels. I'm putting a picture here for you that are on the chat of what Thrawn looks like. Blue face. Mm -hmm. He is a tactical genius. He is so smart. Great at hand-to-hand combat. He can find artifacts from different worlds and immediately look at them and know what where it came from and find like people's weaknesses depending on how they built these artifacts or their like he's super smart. So the possibility of that character coming into this world is so cool. Like, so cool. And in fact, he's played um, within Star Wars Rebels by Lars Mikkelsen. Um, You might, he is one of two brothers. Um, The other brother just became, um, just took over the Grindelwald uh, role from Johnny Depp. His brother, um, the other Mikkelsen, Mars Mikkelsen, I think. Yeah, he's taking over that. Um, Lars Mikkelsen. Um, he's done a few different things. He was on House of Cards. Um, he was Victor Petrov in House of Cards. Um, that might be if you know anything else. There's a few other things that he's been in. Um, but so he's he's the voice actor. He very much, if you look him up, he could be Thrawn in real life, which is dope. I would okay. love to have him in his Thrawn. I'm just, I'm excited to see, we we got Ahsoka Tano, and then they, they made reference of this other character that I would love to see. Blew uh-huh. my mind. So, I'm trying to, there's so much history here. You really gotta watch Rebels. Um, okay. But, the last time we saw Ezra, he was, there was some space, he was trying, to, I can't remember how it happened, but basically him, Thrawn, and some space whales ended up getting pulled through like some black hole type thing into way out in the outer realm and they haven't been able to find them since. Okay. And the end of Rebels is years later after the um, fight on Endor where um, Sabine and Ahsoka meet up 
and they're going to go find Ezra. So That's how it ends. We don't know where Ezra is. So this very much could be fine. This is all can be super connected to Ezra and Thrawn and bringing in all of these different shows in one. It's so cool. It's so cool the way they've done this. And it makes such a, I'm such a Star Wars geek. It makes me so happy. Well, it, it makes sense because it, it, it'll line up everything. It'll line yeah. up everything in a, in a nice little timeline for this whole entire saga we've seen from Phantom Menace all, all the way to The Last Jedi. Well, it will line up. Here's the thing. This, that whole storyline, that might not even be something that we're exploring in Mandalorian. Some people were like, this whole episode felt almost like a little, like it could be a backdoor pilot for an Ahsoka Tano show. And we could be, that could be announced very much in the next couple months, that that's what's going to happen. Um, as of right now, we don't know if she's coming back this season. I haven't heard anything. She um, should come back. I mean, I come on. The, I like I, that. I mean, for one episode to have her, no, she's, she'll be back. A um, couple other little things about the episode I wanted to touch on. First off, if you know Ahsoka Tano, there was, you can see her owl, her Mordai, which is her spirit animal, was uh, made mm-hmm. a brief appearance there. There's a big story behind that, too. If you don't, once again, Screen Crush has a great um, Ahsoka Tano history wrap up that you should go watch. So you get some okay. cool references. Um, cool. Uh, who else? What else? Hold on. I'm looking at my notes. Oh, when they mention Yoda, they play a little bit of Yoda's theme. I thought that was so I, cool. I heard that. Oh. There was a lot of lot of subtle stuff like that that happened was, in this in Mandalorian. I'm telling you, this episode I could talk about for years. <laughs> I really could. It was it was so a great cool. episode. It was a great episode, and it was one of the it was like a lost episode where at the end of it, you go, I got 20 more questions and no goddamn answers. But I don't care. <laughs> like in Lost, I was frustrated. This I love that I have more questions because I'm going to get to learn more, and I love it. Right, it's going to continue on right now. We're, we're we've got like I said three more episodes. There's so many more. There's so many storylines that they could explore within the show that they have set up right now between this episode and last episode, where they basically set up. Here's how we're going to find out who uh, Snoke was and how he on all that. And oh, by the way, we're going to mention some kind of experiment, somebody that they're experimenting on. Who is that? Could that be? It just. Like, there was a reference in there that I didn't get until later. I was watching another video. They were like, uh-huh. oh, he's referencing um, the, the I can't remember what they said. When they were talking about one of the experiments they were working on somebody, and it sounded right. like a VAP somebody, it very well could have been Palpatine's son, who's Ray's uh... dad. So are we going to learn Ray's parents? Chris, I just, I don't know. There's a lot we can learn in this episode. Like, there's so many places this show could go right now that excite me so much oh yeah absolutely it could definitely yeah it's gonna go on for a while so we're totally, yeah i'm excited i totally forgot about boba fett until you mentioned him we still have boba fett i'm telling you i mean and now there's already we talked about it like ming na wen is making another appearance like it's she's got to come back like she's coming back and then there was that you know when we ended there she was we thought she was gone and then uh, you, all you saw were boots, and apparently those boots belong to Boba Fett. And we saw Boba Fett at the last episode during the the dragon thing or whatever it was called. Um, and so we've got to get back there. We've got yeah, things are things. There's so many questions that are unanswered right now that we need to get answered. We won't get all of them answered, but I'm just curious. 
the biggest question I think is we're going to be left with the cliffhanger. This, the cliffhanger will be him on that seeing rock thing and he will be enlightened and will, and that'll uh, end the episode. And then something will happen. Something bad will happen. And then boom. I think he's going to get captured and then they're going to have to go find him. And then he's going to bring back Ahsoka and Bo-Katan and who knows who else to go help find Grogu. Cara Dune. I mean. And come on. Like endless. Endless possibilities. There really is. They've set up. I feel like every episode have set up so much in this season that I'm like, I have so many more questions. I mean, and to be honest with you, the action from this episode, like I need to see more Ahsoka Tano. Like, you're right. I, I like the character. Like, I mean, gr- the, granted, it's different from live action to animated, whatever. But this, what I saw. Remember this when you first started, because when you first meet her, she's annoying. She's very much like young, young Anakin, where he is cocky and annoying. Oh, cocky. Yeah, 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 yeah. But as okay. you grow with her, you really fall in love with her. So. Awesome. Exciting. <sighs> I could talk another hour, but I think we should wrap things up. Absolutely. <laughs> Hula, where can we find you? You can find me on my podcast, Life with Hula, Monday through Friday. Um, you can also find me on social media, Hula, S-D-H-U-L-A-S-D, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, all those uh, social media platforms. And where can we find you, Jess? Oh, hold on. One more thing. I'm not done. <laughs> so the guy that they make into the new governor – at the end of it and that you see briefly he kind of with the kid right 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 the asian guy yes yes he is actually a legendary disney imagineer his name is wing t wing t chow i thought i recognized when i'm watching and then somebody goes that's an imagineer so i went and looked it up he is a legendary he actually um and the last d23 i believe they made him a disney legend yeah in august 2019 they made him an official disney legend um he has done an incredible amount of stuff overseeing things at Paris, Hong Kong, Tokyo, all the cruise ships. Um, in fact, they say he is, was very influential in getting um, Disney parks um, in Hong Kong and Paris was a huge wow. influence on going, getting those deals done. So just FYI, when you watch it, that's who that is. That's a cool tribute to him. I mean, that, for him, like, okay, let's put you in Mandalorian. Here you sure. go. And, and in the end, here you go. You're now the new person, magistrate, whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's really cool. cool. Uh, he really he cool. was like a cool actor. I mean, he didn't talk very much, but he, no. it was cool. He's an Imagineer. Who figured? Good for him. I Wait, know, right? That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Sorry. Anyways, so here's where you can find me. <laughs> sorry. I didn't say that. Like, <laughs> no worries. All good. Um, uh, You can find me Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. with John and Tammy. On 103.7 KSON here in San Diego or online at K uh, or on the radio.com app. You can find me on Instagram at producer Jessica. Woo. That's a lot. You're still, your, your head is like, you're, you're blown away right now. There's you have so, so many more questions. Yeah. It's, it's hopefully a lot of it gets released in the next three episodes. I a don't lot of think that so. I think it's, uh, they're really building up to a lot of storylines here that they could explore. well very cool all right well until next time see you real soon bye bye